0: Hi there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United Fan Podcast. My name is Paul. Hello and welcome. Today, I would like to talk about the Champions League final uh, between Chelsea and Manchester City. Um, I guess we are all moving away from that um, final. Chelsea won the day and I would like to talk briefly about it and... Discuss other issues. Um, Euro ch- Euro 2020 Championship will be coming up in a week or so from now, and um, I am I will be personally rooting for England and Italy. Traditionally, those are the teams I usually support in European competitions and in the World Cup outside the Super Eagles of Nigeria which um, is my primary allegiance to, in terms of football, because I am Nigerian. And also, I would also like to talk about the Super Eagles friendly coming up against Cameroon. Also, I will discuss briefly on that. So the main topics I would like to talk about are the Champions League final, the England national team and European championships. And... The super Eagles friendly coming up against Cameroon, so let's begin all right so last saturday chelsea defeated manchester city 1-0 um K. harvest scored the winner and um, there's been a lot of discourse on football um on football twitter and in the media about peps overthinking over analyzing of his teams in the big games and first and foremost yes Chelsea deserved a victory they were organized defensively rock solid they created the best chances um but did Manchester actually lose the game because of a lack of a defensive midfielder was that the reason why they lost well, maybe, considering the true ball, messi Matt gave K Harvest that ultimately led to the goal. Would Rodri or Fernandino have cut off that true pass if they were in the squad? Well, we we'll would never know. We we'll would never know really because it was more like a counter attack. So, and that, besides, that was it was only from that chance the goal came from actually the other chances were mainly on the breaks. and you know chances were created mainly from the wings by the Chelsea players to be fair, not in the defensive midfield or not in the central midfield. In any case um that is one loophole or uh, that is one excuse or uh, that is one issue that um the critics of Pep would used to you know to attack or criticize him because in a major final the biggest game of your life since 2010 or 11 when last he won Champions League is going to a major final without playing a recognizable striker and a defensive midfielder so Jorginho was on the bench Gabriel Jesus was on the bench and he didn't play either of them. He chose to play Sterling, who was up form. But I guess Sterling, a big game player. De Bruyne, big game player. De Bruyne had to leave injured. You know, they had to bring Jesus. Uh, Mares. she didn't really have a good game. Basically, Chelsea were able to nullify the threat of their wingers. It was especially easy for Sterling. I mean, easy for them to nullify Sterling because he was off form. Mares didn't really get the opportunities to create anything. And of course, De Bruyne played in the first time position for a while till he got injured. Then, Gabriel Jesus didn't really have any major chance of note. But to be fair, Manchester Manchester City had some good opportunities in the first half, some decent half chances, especially the full then attempt that was blocked by Rudiger. They had some decent half chances. But the clearer or best chances fell to Chelsea who had fewer. But Werner was not wearing his shooting boots on the night. But eventually they got the, the 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 opportunity to score and they took it through K. um rounding off or rounding off um, Edison to poke him into an empty net. So it was a good victory for Chelsea all in all. Tuchel cool having cause to smile after the disappointing loss to Leicester City in the FA Cup final and. The Chelsea revival continues again under Tuchel. I'm sure Roman will back him in the summer with one or two players to strengthen the squad to retain the Champions League and probably challenge for the Premier League title. So, watch out for Chelsea next season. Um, I I suspect that they will have to sell the likes of Abraham and maybe Olivier Giroud and bring in a top class striker. Would they be able to tempt Harry Kane? I don't know, but with the rumors making around if Conte, the Conte takes over Spurs, would they be able to? Get, uh, I don't think Harry Kane will be leaving because the way I see it, Chelsea would either need to sign Harry Kane as a striker or as a main striker rather, or go to look for another striker to sign. But I don't know which. What quality striker that is available out there at the moment that would be better than Timo Werner at the moment? Timo Werner has had his critics. He has had his failing this season, but he has contributed. In my, I believe 27 goals and assists in all competitions, which is not bad for a fourth season. He'll probably, he'll probably become better next season. Maybe he's taking his time to find his feet, and next season he'll be... Um, He will adapt quickly and set the ground running. So, that's what I say on that. So, but if Antonio Conte joins Spurs, I don't see how Spurs will sell Harry Kane. Conte, we know, likes to sign good players. If Spurs are able to get Conte, that means they would have given him assurances that they will be signing players to strengthen the squad. So, I, I don't think they'll be letting Harry Kane go anywhere if Antonio Conte joins. But let's see how that goes. I already brought up that, the issue of Chelsea, I mean Spurs rather, because of the Harry situation and he has made statements suggesting that he would like to leave. Um, but if Antonio Conte joins, he may have to change his mind or Conte may not sanction a departure for Harry Kane. And Hurricane, I believe, is too professional to throw a tantrum. Alright, that's that about the Champions League anyways. Um, so, congratulations to Chelsea winning the second Champions League title. I hope they won't be winning it for another 10, 20 years. Personally, of course, as a Man United fan, I want my club to do well and my rivals not to do so well. Alright, so I'd like to quickly talk about the English team. Um I'll be rooting for the English national team and the Italians um in the European twenty twenty championship. And uh, tonight they played a friendly with Austria and 1-0 victory over Austria in a friendly because Saka getting the winner. Um it was a difficult game for the English team. Um, well they featured largely players who won't be part of the first team. And, of course, um, there were a lot of changes which disrupted their rhythm. But the Austrians showed a lot of contrary in So, I don't think playing Jude Bellingham was a good idea by Southgate. Well, of course, it's a friendly. He may want to see how good he will come or how good he will perform... I think this is the second cap, if I'm not mistaken. Second or third cap for England. And yeah, I think he played the entire 90 minutes. So I don't think Jude Bellingham should have played that much because it appears Austria were getting too much control of the midfield. And, and there was no midfield general. Nobody to wrestle the midfield from Austria. And the, the players that Southgate brought in um Calvin Phillips, Ben Gibson weren't able to wrestle control. Of course they became defensively solid because Ben Gibson and Calvin Phillips are defensively minded players. But in any case England won the day, which is what matters, but the performance would not leave any England play any England fan rather confident about England's performances. Of course it's their first performance or first game since the World Cup qualifiers in March. And of course, coming from a long season, players understandably will be a little bit knackered. So let's see how their second friendly performance will be. I guess they will do a bit better. It will be, be a bit more compact. And of course, don't forget that players are getting injured. Trent Alexander arnold was injured after during the game and it's looking like he might be serious it might be a serious injury we don't know how serious it will be and if it will warrant him being replaced so let's see how that goes jaglish too was patched up with ice but it's seems jaglish um own is not very serious his own injury so let's see how it goes um on the 12th or 13th i believe the river championships is starting and I'm rooting for England and Italy. Spain, France, of course, good to watch, but if I, if they came up against England or Italy, I'm rooting for those two England or Italy. And if England, Italy come up, uh-oh, normally I would root for Italy, but this time around, I'll root it for England. So let's see how that goes. And lastly, the Super goes. Nigeria will be taking on Cameroon in a friendly. I guess this weekend. I'm not sure of the the date. The information is a bit sketchy, but I guess it will be this weekend or during the week. Today is Wednesday, so I guess it will be the weekend. As all players invited for the friendly have arrived at the camp, and the game will be played in Austria. England-Cameroon is always a big game. I against two traditional African giants in in terms of football so I expect that the the game of course it's an end of season game so there's not much riding on it but I always like uh Spire goes to win their games and I expect the likes of Polo No D to do okay and do well and get the victory over Cameroon. No draws please no drop draws and no silly defeats please. Okay, we need to improve our FIFA rankings. I hope we'll be playing two friendly matches during this period, and we we'll see how the European Chas pan out. So that will be all, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. I'll be i right now I can't say for sure when next I'll be releasing my next podcast um since um the the season is over, games are No, Gaga will be coming thick and fast but i guess during the european championships when certain events happen or certain activities in the transform market happen i'll be discussing some of this happiness and see how um, the implications for the clubs or the player and so on and so forth so thank you so much again for listening i appreciate you for spending our time to listen to my podcast Have a good night's rest. Have a good one whenever you're hearing this. Enjoy your day. Have a great weekend ahead of you. Thank you and bye-bye.